great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A lot going on that I want to talk with you folks about this morning. And I I was literally up until 6 a.m. thinking about this topic, but I'll get to it in just one second. Of course, our thoughts and prayers are with the uh, police officer in Louisville and his family, the officer who ran towards the gunman, shot in the head during the bank ambush. And as Rita Cosby mentioned a short time ago, this officer had just been sworn into the department days ago. And the Louisville uh, Police Department tweeted out a photo of the injured police officer saying Officer Nicholas Witt ran towards the gunfire today to save lives. He remains in critical condition after being shot in the head he's standing there alongside the police chief uh who happens to be a woman in louisville and the mayor craig greenberg an emotional kentucky governor andy Bashir, revealed two of his close friends were among the victims gunned down in the uh, bank mass shooting and that another friend was among the uh, injured when the lone gunman stormed into the old National Bank in the city's downtown area and uh, opened fire around uh, 8.30 a.m. I have been to Louisville, a nice community, and it's very sad to see that something like this uh, occurred. And again... Please think twice when you want to second-guess our police officers and think about this officer that ran into danger and did not run away from it. Just think about that for a second. So this is what kept me up to about 6 a.m. this morning. I guess I fell asleep for 15 minutes here and there. But when it comes to crime, Things are getting worse, not better. Worse, not better. What do you mean by what do you mean by that, Dominic? The criminals are becoming bolder in terms of their antics, and that's because they know that the criminal justice system is on their side. They are becoming bolder. Dominic, what are you talking about? A man in Harlem at a smoke shop literally shot dead in the head inside the smoke shop, all caught on video. You can see it. The man pulls out the gun, shoots him in the head. I don't know if this is a reflection of technology But to me, it just seems like the world that we're living in these days. And, you know, the the video has no sound, but you literally see a man executed as the, the gun is pointed to the back of his head and the trigger is pulled. The victim falls to the ground and seemed to try to get back up. That's when the shooter strolled over to him and put another round in the man's back before pocketing the handgun and uh, leaving. And this is a smoke shop that was that sells uh, marijuana illegally. And the city's Department of Consumer and Worker Protection can shut down such businesses for good. 
But as we all know, they simply change ownership, change the name, and they pop back up. So that was one. If it was just one shooting, I would say, okay, the big city, these things happen. Then there's another shooting, on fatal shooting, on video from the last couple of days, just after 2 a.m. in Queens, when a man is shot multiple times in the torso area outside uh, what's called the Pure Lounge uh, near uh, uh, Merrick Boulevard in Jamaica. The guy was walking along and then shot by two males. The NYPD declaring they don't know why. I see your calls coming in. We're going to open up the telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And uh, in a moment, I'm going to start with Frank in Maine in just a moment. But, again, this kept me up to about 6 a.m. this morning. And there was a third incident, and this guy, just uh, the suspect, turned himself into a hospital for a mental health uh, uh, checkup, whatever you want to call it, and a Brooklyn man, 83 years old, 83, there should come a certain amount of dignity with age and wisdom that comes with age, but not for many of these animals on the street. The 83-year-old man was just released from the hospital for his pacemaker when he was stabbed dead in the elevator by a younger neighbor. And the suspect is more than 50 years younger than the man that was killed. And this happened in an elevator. He stabbed stabbed the man to death. Stabbed him to death. But first, but before before the stabbing, he punched one woman and slashed another, both strangers on the street, in a 90-minute spree of unprovoked attacks, unprovoked attacks. The criminals are getting bolder. They're getting bolder with what they're doing. And they're executing people. You would not shoot a dog. I would hope that you wouldn't. You wouldn't wouldn't shoot a dog the way that we're starting to see Bodies pop up on video, and then it makes you, it it scares me because it makes you somewhat desensitized to what you're actually looking at. And let's start with the telephone calls. I mentioned Frank in Maine. Good morning, Frank. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. It's always a pleasure to speak to you. Uh, You know, Dominic, I like to see... Biden or Harris or somebody from the administration go to Louisville and see those two police officers and the many more police officers that happen to be at that scene at that instance. I want to see it because what I see from these two people in our in our government, especially in our executive branch, is nothing more than woke politics. I want them to start going to see the police officers that go into the field, they go running into that, they go running into that bank or into that trouble and face horror and danger in the eye. Frank, I, 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 I agree with you. I agree with you, Frank. But you know, for them to do that, which is the right thing to do, it goes against their woke agenda. It goes against, and this is a sad commentary. It goes, if they were to visit those officers it goes against their base that they need in an election to turn out in about a year. And and think about, Frank, what I just said. It, it would go against the base of the president of the United States to go visit some police officers that, that are heroes in Louisville, Kentucky, for what they were forced to do. 
but 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 that's the world that's the world that we uh, live in. Frank, I thank you for the call in Maine this morning. Joe and Jericho, you're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Dominic, the world is having a nervous breakdown in Chicago. They just put in an idiot moron mayor who defunds the police. On Friday, a man defending himself, an American veteran driving his car in the 2020 uh, riots that were allowed by the Liberal Democrats in Austin, Texas, is concluded. They surrounded his car. They were trying to turn his old car over his car. The creep had an AK-47. The guy shot in self-defense, and he was convicted on Friday of murder. This is absolute insanity. God help the cop who was shot, shot in the head. It's a hope for a miracle for Christ to, to heal him because this is out of control. Hey, Joe. Absolutely. Joe, I, I, I don't know what happened in that situation in Austin. I, I'm aware of the story. Governor Abbott has, wants the case fast-tracked because Governor Abbott says that he will pardon uh, the man who, who's a uh, soldier uh, who who was convicted. Um, all I know, and maybe you have more information than I do, I, I will uh, look further into the case. Uh, the, the man that's been convicted says they surrounded his vehicle. It was a protest. They started banging on the vehicle. And and then there's a discrepancy in terms of which man pulled the weapon first. And so but 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 I but I do agree with your point that we're dealing with a lot of insanity. And and again, folks, you know, I, I try my best to get my rest, but for me to stay up until six o'clock and it was really bothering me. Uh the videos, not just one, but two, and the stabbing of an eighty three year old man. Have you heard any city, city leaders say anything about these incidents? No. No, Joe. So so what? what's the answer? Vote Republican. Yeah. Go yeah. for those who are going to – I don't like either party, Dominic, but at least the, the majority of the Republicans are for law and order. And, you know, not for nothing, on a positive note, an FDNY, Mike Guerra, uh, in Staten Island, he was hurt about two months ago. He came out of the hospital, and the mayor wasn't there. Cardinal Dolan wasn't there. The governor wasn't there to cheer him on. I mean, maybe they just don't care about first responders. Okay, Joe. They don't wait, care. wait, Joe. One more time. One, one more time. So, an officer that was injured on the job. One more time. He was a fire department, New York fire department. Okay, FDNY. Mike, uh, Right, he was hurt about, I guess, in January, and in mid-February or so, early March, he was released from Staten Island University Hospital. His wife and children were there. FDNY were there to cheer him on. Where was the mayor? Where was the mayor? Where was the governor? And where was Cardinal Dolan? With a name like uh, Mike Guerrero, I think he's Catholic. Doesn't matter. Where was the cardinal? Where were the religious leaders? I mean, this is a man who risked his life. And came out on crutches, and hopefully and, he won't stay on crutches. And we we've got to Joe change that mentality. You you're you're correct, and 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 that plays into exactly how I started the program this morning. You, you know, hey Joe, I I do appreciate your call. Thank you, Joe. I I'm going to update you on the the uh, shooting in 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 Virginia with a kid, and they're criminally charging the mother. And I say bravo. And I'm going to tell you why in a second. But let me go to Ian in Georgia. Good morning, Ian. What's on your mind? Dominic, I think the answer is, is pretty easy. So they they say it takes 10,000 hours to get really good at something. And the people who are doing these murders are now in their 20s to 30s. And these are the kids who grew up playing video games, Grand Theft Auto, all these killings. 10,000 hours, they've easily logged that playing these games, and it inures you to killing. I mean, it makes them excellent at it, and they are very good at this, and there needs to be a cultural answer to what we, as a society, have allowed happen, and we have all these people who think nothing of pulling a trigger and, in fact, are very good at it. I, I don't know, Ian, how, how good they are at pulling the trigger. I, I will say the video games have played a role 
But it, it, it's it's really disturbing because we hear uh, mayors and chief executives go, crime is down, crime is down, it's down, it's down. It's just a perception. Crime is down, it's down. But you walk into a store in Harlem and there's some beef and one guy pulls out a gun without any regard uh, for life and just blows the man's brains out. And then the and, same and thing the, happens in Queens. And then you stab an 83-year-old man who was described as basically as like the mayor type of his building. 83 years old. But that's because life has no value. Uh, I mean, the Roman circuses, we've been doing it as humans for centuries. And the video games have drastically, and the movies, and just the, 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 the down sort of side of our values and culture. So... People think nothing of that. It's easy to take a life. A life has no meaning. We are back to the way it was, you know, 2,000 years ago. Um, you just simply solve your problem by offing the person. And now it's easy to do that. And people don't have the internal um, barriers anymore to not doing it. And I will tell you this. I, I used to live up there. I live down in Georgia now. And things are a little bit less violent because you don't know who's also carrying so it's it's complicated but it's answerable and to circle back to your point about politicians they're just about staying in office so of course they're going to say it's roses oh ian i i thank you um you know I, i've been looking at uh at uh florida and georgia um as places to uh to possibly um, resettle. I don't know when that's going to come or to retire in, but it, 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 it's not going to be New York for me because why would I want to pay all these taxes? I can't even come to the city of New York, right, and, and go to a play or go out to dinner because you don't know if you're going to make it back home. And, you know, Dominic, you talk about crime all the time. This is why it's getting worse. It's not getting better. It's getting worse. And I, I haven't even dealt with the race issue this morning. You already know the suspects, what the race happens to be. I'm just not pointing it out because I don't want to engage in a 45-minute conversation on race. But something, I, I don't know if it's video games, I don't know if the parents are just not any good. I, I don't know. How do you just blow somebody's brains out in a store when you know there's a video camera? How do you chase a man down the street in Queens, shoot him, walk away? That They had to blur out the body. It was almost like a deer on the street. And the man is standing there dead, laying there dead, and then the dude shoots him again. And then... You stab an 83-year-old man that could have been your 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 uh, your 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 great grandfather. Why, Ed Staten Island? Good morning, Ed. What's on your mind? I I totally agree with Ian, but he he only had it half right. The real the real problem is that nobody wants to tell the truth. It's it's the Young male black culture. That's and and you know it. I know you know it. You you've admitted it. That's the problem. Well, I I, I wouldn't use the word admit. I I have a, that. That's kind of like a code word, Ed. I've talked about this repeatedly. No, I and, know, and, I know, and, I know. And, you're honest. And you're, yeah, but I but but Ed, I'm uh, I you know, it's like it's like at some point. I'm hoping for things to get better, and, well, and, and they're you know, not getting any better. You know, I, I, I listened to uh, an interview about uh, LeBron James' early childhood and how he struggled and how he, he overcame that. And um, But not everyone can be LeBron, you know. Right. Well— there's only like 800 spots in the NBA. Not every everybody can be an NBA player. 
Right, and everyone, you know, you, the, the, you think, thank you for the call, Ed. You you think you're going to be a rapper. Uh, whether you like Jay-Z, whether you hate Jay-Z, do you know how hard and long he's had to work to where he is now, where he's a billionaire? And how many Jay-Zs are there going to be? Not many. Not many. It's, it's, uh... It's it, it it's a situation, but 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 here here's something that's promising. Here's something that's promising out of Virginia. You know the uh, the six year six year old student six who shot the Virginia teacher. Well, his mother has been uh, uh, charged uh, facing criminal charges, and her name is uh, Deja. Nicole Taylor, 25 years old, which means that she had her son when when she was 19, and her son shot the teacher during class January 6th and has been formally charged by a grand jury in Newport News. And so that's a good thing. That's one way that you bring about a change to all of this nonsense that is going on. Let's go to David in Pennsylvania. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Good morning, Don. Thanks for taking my call. You know, I keep on hearing about this, the, the, the DAs, the George Soros DAs that are weak on crime and the politicians not keeping them in check. You know, would it be a fair statement to call them passive-aggressive murderers? I mean, they're there to protect and enforce the law and, and ensure justice, but they're not. So they're enabling repeat criminals just come out and kill and do other violent acts. I mean, it's like a passive aggressive uh, behavior. Um, and- well, I, I would agree with you that it's passive aggressive. I mean, if I'm the district attorney of, uh, of Manhattan and you have someone after a minor beef in a store at a, in an illegal uh, marijuana store in Harlem, and the guy, knowing that there's video cameras everywhere, pulls out a gun and blows the man's brains out, which is what he literally did. Where's the DA on this? Where's the mayor on this? They, they, you know, so so maybe, David, you're correct. This is a passive-aggressive uh, type uh, situation, but from the district attorneys. And, and thank you for the call. And it's because of the district attorneys that these animals – are doing what they're doing. What else do you call someone that pulls out a gun and blows somebody's brains out with four people in the store and then shoots them in the back again? I'll be right back with more of your telephone call. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I would think if I'm the Manhattan district attorney or any district attorney, I would think a man's brains being blown out in a illegal marijuana store in Harlem from the back of his head and then a, a bullet pumped into his back. I would think that would be much more important than going after the former president of the United States on what is essentially some trumped-up charges. I would think that the shooting in Harlem would be more important because of the message that it sends 
to the communities, that it's essentially the okay corral, and that it's okay. John, Freehold, New Jersey. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Hey, what's up, Dominic? Long time no speak. Last time I talked to you, I recommended you go to DreamWorks Water Park. And, 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 and but no, it worked out. It worked out. Thank you, John. Thank you. Yeah, but um, I was going to say the the real issue behind everything is drugs, because without the drugs, there's no gangs. There's no, you know, it's it's really easy when you're in the hood. It's really easy to instead of going to school and getting educated and work hard. Why not just get it gone and pick up an ounce of something and start selling it? You know, that's where all the violence comes from. That's where all the gangs are forming. And I think without the drugs, we could get rid of the drugs. They'll solve a lot of the problems. Well, good luck with that, John. That that that's not going to happen. What what, what 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 I'm what I'm what I'm curious about is um, what what's on my mind is. Where's mom? Where's dad? Where where are the where are the role models in that family unit to say no, son? That this is not the way to go. Where 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 is the pastor? Where's the church leader? I I go ahead. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no church leaders anymore. You know, I'm a I'm close to Newark, New Jersey, and when you go through there, you know, it's. There's so many kids. They're out and about. There's so many homeless people, and you know these, these young kids. They they need role models, but but where where they, you're right. There are no role models. You know the people they look up to are the violent people, or you know rappers, and uh, you know the people who hustle, and the violence and the drugs and stuff. They do need role models, but it's not easy to get out of the hood. Well, John, I, I, I hear you. Uh, you're correct. But something has to give. The, the criminals are becoming bolder in terms of their action. And it's almost like, like they feel the district attorney is their best friend. Pick any district attorney. They feel like the district attorney is their best friend and, and nothing's going to uh, happen to them. Michael, the Upper East Side. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Okay, I'm moving away from the music. Um, you mentioned Jay-Z, the rapper. Um, millions, millions, who knows, maybe he's a, a billionaire by this point. Can you please tell me, and I'm not accusing you, but can you please tell me what you have read about him contributing money to any universities, any hospitals? Are okay, you aware so, so, of- so Michael, so Michael. The discussion is on, and and I, I appreciate what you're saying. The discussion is on the criminals becoming, Michael, Michael, wait, hold on, Michael. The discussion is on criminals becoming bolder and bolder, killing people in full public view, and you want to know what has Jay-Z done in terms of money to a hospital, or I forgot what else you just, that's the end, that, that's all you hear in this conversation. We're talking about role models. Okay, but in this whole con- – see, where I come from, that's called hating 101. Uh, oh, uh, all, all of what I'm talking about, and all you heard was Jay-Z. You said that he had a hard time rising up to where he is. Okay, give him credit. Now that he is there, how does he look back? upon his community. And you talk about role models. I was in the subway. I take it often. And there was, uh, you know, some two, two, a couple, black couple, young teenagers, you know, and both the girl and the guy had open shoelaces. Where do they get that from? From the prison, because you're not allowed to have shoelaces. So what I'm trying to say is, they are growing up in the wrong direction. Well, I, you're correct about the, the laces, and I'm going to bring Matt Blaze in in one second here. And uh, you asked about Jay-Z. So he's given a lot of money to 9-11 Memorial Fund scholarships, 
and he does he has a as they all do he has foundations that does work in the community so i'm going to bring in uh, matt blaze so matt maybe you can help me answer michael's question well that was correct he has the sean carter foundation which is his real name is sean carter right has donated millions to programs and scholarships for children growing up in difficulty jay-z's past is deeply intertwined in his career and philanthropic efforts. Therefore, he's one of the most notable celebrities who grew up poor. So he does stuff for the community through his various foundations, like you pointed out. And, Michael, he, he is, uh, you say you say role models. You may not like him, but I, I, I like his music. And, and, and he is a role model uh, for the community. He's now a billionaire. Michael, so did we answer your question before I move on? I hear more stories about football players with millions and millions that do what he has done. So again, so again, Michael, the, the broader conversation is that, you know, these young people are killing each other in cold blood in full public view, and you're still harping on Jay-Z. It, who's harping on Jay-Z? You, you, you called up. A, okay, I'm not, okay. Michael, I'm not I'm not putting words in your mouth, but thank you, and you have a uh, a great morning. Let's go to Christine in the East Village. Good morning, Christine. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I'm listening to your show, and as you were talking about the drugs and role models and stuff like that, uh, suddenly something popped into my mind, and that is communist China, before it was taken over by Mao, was completely subjugated to opium addiction, which was brought in from India under the British Empire. And they basically had enslaved the whole country. They tried to get out of it. But people like John Jacob Astor who was bringing the drugs in. And it seems that the role has reversed, and now it's the United States of America. We're losing our lifespan. You know all the problems we've got. But now our, our allies are abandoning us, and it seems like the whole country, they're just legalizing and bringing in drugs. And it's like we're now in the place where China was. And that that is really scary because I don't think many people even realize this, the politics of it. And we have a weak president. He's adding to this. He's endorsing it. He's doing everything he can to bring this country down. And I don't understand how Democrats can exist and defend their position when they have to go to the grocery store and pay outrageous prices for food. Well, Christine, I'm going to step in because there's a crack in your phone line. Maybe it's a bad cell connection. I'm not exactly sure. But um, I'm I'm with you on the the food front in terms of uh, fellow Democrats defending Biden. And it's simple. He's not Trump. That's that's all they know and care about. And so I I I, I don't know how many more sleepless nights I'm gonna have. Literally I laid in bed and I and I said to myself, it's not getting better, they're getting bolder and the problem's getting worse. In full public view, blew the man's brains out in a a Harlem uh, uh, smoke shop that happens to be illegal. And by the way, what happened to to those um, geniuses in Albany? Oh, oh, man, legal marijuana, marijuana. Let's go, marijuana, marijuana. Nobody stopped to think for five seconds of all the illegal stores that would pop, pop up. And now... You know, you want to crack down on them. Why? Because they're not paying taxes. So this was all about money to begin with, except for we we are now the the byproduct, if you will, of of what's going on. And and again, not just one shooting in the last forty eight hours. That's that's a uh, uh, live and direct for you to see. You have the stabbing of an 83-year-old man in his building, in his elevator, and in the housing projects. The reality of what's going on. Hudson in the Bronx. Good morning, Hudson. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning, Tom. Always good to hear you. Um, I'm going to tie it together with with two things that that you're talking about. Um, The money that you're talking about first. So... 
Um, my sister-in-law works for the government. She works for New York State, right? Um, so she works for these programs where if they get funded and they'll get millions and millions of dollars, let's just say there's a shooting somewhere, there's something, whatever. So she recently had to ask to get transferred off of a job because she was so disgusted with how much money they were getting and where the money was going. It's going into people's pockets. It's not going into the right places that it needs to go. So Hudson, I'm, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you brought that up. One of the biggest scams going happens to be some yeah. of these uh, anti-gun violence programs. Nothing but poverty pimp programs where the money is directed for the community and the community never sees it. Yeah, and 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 it did. And you know what? I'm proud of her for for asking to step off because she really was sickened by by where it was going. But 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 to my point is all that money, and I know, you know, we've been talking for years, is you know where I grew up, you know how I grew up, and when I grew up, let's just say, for instance, you, Mr. Carter, let's just say that you live, you know, Co-op City, Morris Park area, Concourse, so let's just say that you're there right now, let's just say that you're, you're coaching a couple teams, you're a good guy, right? Take that money, you go to you, Mr. Carter, and say, Mr. Carter, listen, everyone in the neighborhood loves you. We got this money from the state we're willing to pay you $250,000 a year. We want you to take care of the kids in the neighborhood. Because when I was growing up, the guy would drive around with a van. He would pick us up from the corner. Guys, get 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 in the car, man. Come on, get in the car. He'd bring us to the gym. He'd get us tickets to the Yankee game. He'd bring us to the Bronx Zoo. Take that money. Find a guy from the neighborhood that everybody loves, that everyone trusts, the families trust, because fathers are absent. You need a man. There has to be a man. Get a father figure. Pay him two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Give that guy a car. Get him tickets to the Yankees. People will start donating. Yeah, here's tickets to the Yankee game. Here's tickets to the Knicks game. They want to see the kids. Get them young. Get them young. So they don't do what happened yesterday because that was disgusting. What happened? Disgusting. Have a good night, Tom. You know what, Hudson? You you are um, you are accurate in terms of uh, as you were speaking. I'm I'm thinking about. Uh, growing up in the Bronx, and and I'll never forget, for example, uh, the first time that they took us, and you're right, it was community organizations that got tickets for us to go see the Yankees or to go see the New York Mets. And uh, it was at the Mets game, the the old Shea Stadium, and I, I don't remember the player's name, but I will never forget, you know, to walk, when you walk into the stadium and you see the playing field, and then you see the players and this player who who supplied us with the tickets in uniform came all the way up to the upper riser to talk with us for a few minutes. And here I am, what, 40, 45 years later, and I still remember it. So, Hudson, you're, you're correct. You're correct. These types of efforts and in another area where you are correct, and I don't want this to sound sexist, but it does have to be a male. It does have to be a male in the community that, as Hudson said, that people respect. I mean, because something has to give. The district attorneys have basically washed their hands, and they're like, I'm a social worker. You know, I, I, I want to see how many people I can free from prison. I'm not trying to lock anybody up. That's the world we live in, and then these animals take it as, let me now go ahead and blow somebody's brains out. I've got to uh, take a break. When we come back, we'll have the uh, Chronicles of uh, Dominic Carter. And by the way, this came up uh, yesterday. One of those legislators in Tennessee uh, you know, people were screaming, oh, it's racism. They got rid of two of black and they left the white woman. Well, one has been, one of the African-American males has been reinstated uh, to to the uh, state legislature. And they're saying that there's a possibility the other one may be reinstated as well. We've got to take a break. When we come back to Chronicles of Dominic Carter, then we're going to Manhattan, Stanhope, New Jersey, Astoria, Queens, the Bronx, Edison, New Jersey, and Brooklyn. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. 
depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. So this weekend, I will be in Pennsylvania with my daughter at a book fair. And uh, next weekend, I will be uh, in the state of Oklahoma speaking. And I say all of that to say that I guess I better be careful in terms of using those free public phone chargers that you see at the airport and all around the city of New York in different locations. The FBI has issued a serious warning against using them, saying people that don't have the best interest have been known to use the USB ports to infect phones with dangerous malware and software that can give hackers access to your phone, tablet, tablet, or computer. So the FBI uh, tweeted out, to avoid using free charging stations in airports, hotels, or shopping centers. So I want to make sure I got this right. I can't charge it at the airport, the FBI is telling me, and the FBI is now telling me that I can't charge it at my hotel room, so I guess if I don't charge it in the rental car, then I'm uh, out of luck. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC here until the top of the hour. We are discussing a number of issues. I started out this show this morning mentioning that our hearts are with the officer that was shot in the head in Louisville, Kentucky. The uh, the bank situation, uh, another mass shooting, and um, we are, we're really hoping and praying for the best for that officer who went into the line of fire to save lives and I'm discussing, uh, as I, I often talk about crime, but the problem is getting worse. And in full public view, one man in Harlem blows another man's brains out. This happened in the last 48 hours. In Queens, a man is shot like a dog on the street several times. And also, an 83-year-old man is stabbed to death. Uh, who did absolutely absolutely nothing wrong. Jerry, Edison, New Jersey. Good morning, Jerry. What's on your mind? A couple things, Dominic. But uh, one, I'd like to say Donald Trump right now, it's his opportunity since he's in New York often for trials and things anyway, and he comes from New York. He should be going down into the African-American community, and he should be assuring them that anything that they get in government benefits will never be taken away from him and during any of his presidencies that he's going to increase entrepreneurship and schools, freedom of choice. Okay, but wait, 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 Jerry, what does that have to do with anything? I'm I'm confused. What does that have to do with anything? Well, what it has to do with is that the crime and many of these things that are going on down there in all these neighborhoods and communities, it's a total lack of they're they're basically Democrat uh, policies. And Trump has to get in there and he has to take black community leaders like people such as yourself and other people of like kind. He has to go into the heart of the African-American community and go for their vote and really go for it and tell them, though, because I'm concerned that the social safety net, the only reason that they're voting Democratic. Main reason. Well, you you know, I, I, I hear you, Jerry. Uh, but but I I I just I I return to my point. There's so many factors at play for why this is going on. But I mean, people are blowing each other's brains out. It's almost like, and thank you for the call, Jerry. It's almost like um, almost like a, a YouTube highlight, <laughs> and nobody says anything. Nobody does anything. The mayor goes, rah, 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 I'm the greatest, I'm the best, look at me. The governor puts out commercials, we are dealing with crime. Madam Governor, you you just nominated someone for the, to head the state's high court that is far more liberal than the last person that you just nominated, that the legislature shot down. The legislature told you, no, Madam Governor, we are running the state. Then we have the Manhattan DA and all the other DAs that, and you know what, folks, I, I never thought I would see the day where 
You see these stories all the time now. The district attorney standing out for, we found out this person did not commit the crime after spending 25 years in prison. I, I, I am releasing them. My, my study team found out they didn't do it, DNA. Okay, if the person didn't commit the crime, they, they should be released. But that's not the only message that a district attorney should send. A district attorney should send a message of, if you blow somebody's brains out in an illegal marijuana store in Harlem, I'm going to make sure that you don't see the light of day for the next 25 to 30 years. And instead, we hear absolutely nothing. Andrew, Stanhope, New Jersey. Good morning, Andrew. What's on your mind? Yeah, the last caller was excellent. I agree. Trump needs to have an outreach, go into Newark, New Jersey, have rallies, and confirm, like the last caller said, you're not. he's not going to cut social welfare programs, but he's going to promote school choice so inner-city African-American kids can go to better schools and economic growth rising salaries like he did before he funded the platinum plan which was billions of dollars for black small business startups and the funding of historically black colleges 50 billion 10 year so that's what he needs to do and he'll win if he if he increases that vote in the african-american inner city and we don't need the liberal white women <laughs> with the attitude with the smug attitude but i want my original call was that i think it was offensive, but you're right. We need the followers in the home, but I wouldn't say it's black male culture. I would say that it's more like Democrats, soft on crime, get people on welfare, take the followers out. So it's more Democrat inner city culture. But it's offensive to hear the man say that either the black man in the inner city is either a criminal or in the NBA. But look at you. You're from the housing projects. You're not in the NBA. So they, black people work every type of job. Black men, they're not either criminals or, in, you know, LeBron James. So that was offensive, even though he was being compassionate. But that was like a, a ridiculous stereotype. That would be like saying Italians are either in the mob, you know, or or like, you know, they're, they're not, you know, they're actors playing gangster. You know, black people do every possible job yes. yourself. Yes, and Andrew, thank you for the call. You know, uh, Miguel, New York City Latino, just uh, tweeted something to me, and he says, uh, this is what happens in Democrat liberal cities. Nothing will change New York, New York City, Chicago, San Francisco. And he's referring to the shooting that I mentioned um, where a man was killed in a shooting outside of Queens Lounge Saturday night. So you, literally, you see the man on the floor like a dog, and the two guys chase him. And so now he, I think he's mortally wounded from the first shot. The guy, walk, the guy walks up to him, shoots him again, walks past him, comes back, and then shoots him a third time. And you see the bullet go into a lifeless body. And if you don't believe me, I'm going to retweet this right now, folks. Go to my Twitter, uh, Dominic TV, Dominic TV, and this this, this this is the cleaner shooting than the one that I'm talking about. The one I'm talking about is in Harlem where the guy pulls out his gun and blows his brains out. And and you, you see it all. And then when he's on the floor, he shoots him again. One more time. Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil. What's on your mind? Yes, good morning, Dominic. It's very simple. You go to Hochul, she's got six bodyguards full-time. You go to Eric Adams, he's got four or five full-time. You go to Letitia James, she's got four or five bodyguards. What is the average person here, the average African-American man or woman who's trying to make a life for themselves? What protection do they have? Why, they've got the NYPD. However, that doesn't always work. My point is, being a military guy, I was in the service, honorably discharged, we learned a lesson. What you do is you put the National Guard on full call, all 30,000 of them. You put them on in New York City for one week. You put them on the subways, buses, trains, and on the streets. Bill, so you, you, know that, you know that's never going to happen. You know that's never going to happen. Because to bring in the National Guard is an acknowledgement, especially for a Democratic elected official, of failure on their watch. You know that's not going to happen. 
it, but the point is, people are dying. Young young people of, of various colors, races, or creeds just can't put it together in their head. They're on some drug. They're high as a kite. They go around and they hurt people. We had the same thing in Saigon City. The, the actual Vietnamese government begged us to have our soldiers carry their weapons in the street when they were on leave. Crime dropped. Crime dropped to zero in one month. And this was a bad city. Saigon City was worse than you can imagine. Hmm. Well, you, you know, Phil, you, 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 you do make an interesting point in, in terms of a historical perspective. But I, you know, again, and thank you for the call, Phil, but literally I was up until 6 a.m. thinking about this and finally had to force myself uh, to sleep. Because, you know, at some point you, you hope that things get better, but that's that's exactly what's not happening. E. Frank, Astoria, good morning. What's on your mind? Yes, Dominic, uh, the, the cops, uh, you, you say the criminals are getting bolder and bolder, and I believe the cops are working harder and harder. You know, i got to say this. Uh, I've been out there it, It's got to be quick, years. though. It's got to be quick. Go ahead. Yeah, quick. You know, I think that, you know, the police have to create a strategy that's more stringent. The gangs are smarter now. Organized crime have left, has left the city damaged to five families, as Curtis Lewis says. And it's dangerous as hell out there. And this is the down uh, slide from David Berkowitz. So you got to understand that we have to defend ourselves without weapons and be smarter now. But when you say this is the down slide from David Berkowitz, I, I, you mean the son of Sam? I, I, I've got to wrap this. Is that who you're talking about? Okay, well, well, the, the, well, well, David Berkowitz didn't do shootings on subway platforms, to my knowledge. He did them with people in cars, son of Sam. I, I've only got 30 seconds left. Frank Morano on the other side of Midnight is here with me. Good morning to you, Hello, sir. Hello, Dominic. What's what do you on? have coming up? Action-packed show. There's something for everybody on today's show. A lot of people around the world don't have access to clean water. We're going to meet a gentleman that wants to do something about it. Longtime uh, author, talk show host, Malachi McCourt, has lived too long for hospice. He's out of hospice. He's going to join me, and we'll talk about uh, UFO sightings on the early Apollo program. Lots to get to. Frank Morano coming up right now. News headlines, Alex Barnard. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.